delivering a baby with a wand? Now that's a labor issue. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Ballin' Out. Super! Super duper. I'm your host, Jeremy Hammond. Joining me as always are my co hosts, Katie Rose Leon. Oh, it's so good to be with my good friends and uh, saboteur, Alex Patak, in the anime room. And Alex Patak. What is a son who buries his own father? What? What's oh, I don't know. I knew that was a riddle. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a riddle is a joke with no punchline, just like life. I, that was I, another riddle. Uh, <laughs> I, I made it clear to Alex that I have to leave early today so I could go sign a lease so I can stop living on people's couches, and he seems determined to not let that happen. How can one leave without maternity? Well, <laughs> joining us this week, <laughs> comedian Faria Khan. Oh, what's up, you guys? How's it going? What up, what up? Hi. We're very happy to have you. How are you doing today? Welcome to the Hollywood doing Handbook. So great. Thank you so much for having me. I love this room. Thank this you. This is the anime yeah. room. This is the anime room. That's why it's full of guitars. Yeah. I'm really glad. I think it's a really efficient use of space. I, I noticed this whiteboard on the wall here. Oh, that's right. Yes. That's really smart. I think I'm going to get one of those for my apartment. Your cat has plenty of space in this like little cat home. And I just want to talk about the apartment, if that's okay. Jeremy's yeah. like an excellent nester. Yeah, yeah. I've done a very good job here in my home. Yeah. I'm pretty impressed. My I'm man's like a planet ideas. Earth bird. <laughs> With the way he nests. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you ever see that? There was that one planet Earth where there was the bird that like steals. You know I did. <laughs> Have you two That's seen? That's why I brought it up. <laughs> the bird that, you're talking about the bird that steals the garbage to like make its little nest, and he yes. like he has like the special shiny ones that he likes. I, I like, like the yeah. one where he makes a, a, a it's like a a little dome that can project his voice and then he decorates it with stuff they like with yes. berries. And this one really liked poo-poo, so he had just like piles of poo-poo all over his <laughs> oh. his burn nest and I'm like I've been to that dude's part. Right yeah, now. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think it's I used like, to date that bird. <laughs> so I come over, I can play you my guitar really loudly and show you all my stuff. I think it's valuable. Yeah. Just like read his tweets out loud. He lives in Bushwick. Is this good? I think it's pretty good. I already posted it. <laughs> this is my iguana. He really likes the heat. <laughs> That's me. I don't get that joke. Uh, so, Faria, we like to start the podcast by talking to our guests about Dragon Ball and anime and what your experience with them are. Uh, were you ever a fan of Dragon Ball? Okay, so I was not. Uh, I am a sister to a brother, though. I have a brother, a uh-huh. little brother. He liked Dragon Ball and, like, Pokemon. Really? And stuff like that. And so sometimes I would just sort of be around. I would say I don't know anything about it. I would say sometimes when it's on, um, I feel myself just spacing out. And even right now, I know it was kind of a requirement we were watching it. Yeah. <laughs> in order for us to talk about it now. And, and I really tried to hang on but I'll say <laughs> I sort of felt my brain being like it's okay to just gloss over yeah <laughs> it was totally fine actually with this yeah. episode I it's- picked up a lot of good stuff I'm gonna talk about on the pod today though <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a bunch of stuff to say and sort of a bunch of like political statements I'm going to weave in and out. So this Perfect. Ep- this You're- episode was kind of like watching a group of friends you don't know like and one of them's having a baby and that was the episode. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was magical. When Facebook shows you posts from a friend of a friend because like their name was mentioned in it Mm. once and they're all at a baby shower and you're like, get this breeder shit off my Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) This dad seems like a dick. (laughs) (laughs) The dad was very um, absentee and I would love to unpack that. Yeah, we will. And have over 83 episodes of the podcast. (laughs) Oh man, I'm glad you guys are doing the good work. (laughs) Uh, So so did you never uh, get into any animes? Um, not really. Uh, not very much at all. Um, I I am a I'm an uh, an illustrator. I don't want to come in here. Really? I don't really? want to kind of come in here and sort of just kind of spice things. I don't want to be that guy. But um, <laughs> I like to draw. So sometimes I you know the anime style of drawing very popular uh, amongst the youth. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I agreed. I don't draw like that, but I've seen it a lot, and I sort of respect all the lines and kind of the <laughs> line work in that, and sort of its cool angles. And I, I like a lot of other things about Japanese culture, such as ramen. I kind sushi. of like uh, sushi. I like uh, Eastern philosophy, even. But anime never got into. What do you think about? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about sumo wrestling? I do think that seems very tight, and uh, they look cool. So. They look cool. People, I feel like, give sumo wrestlers a hard time because they're fat as shit, and like <laughs> their aesthetic is just like, wow, can you? They got as fat as they can be, and that's like they think that's the sport. But the sport is to be as heavy as you can be, and then just kind of like break all your joints by falling onto another incredibly heavy man. So there's an art to that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's about just... maximally injuring your body, so it's just this like round circle in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and just sort of to counterpoint that, I don't know why I feel compelled to do this right now to you, mm-hmm. Alex, but um, that was a great point, but American football, hello, boys. Exactly. <laughs> the whole point of that is to get concussions and... Uh, and no health care. your wife. <laughs> right, right. It's about beating your wife. But American football, I would argue, as a ph- ph- philosophy, is about limbs, and then sumo is about the egg body. Turning a man into an egg. I mean, I think it's it's... 50-50 for American football, right? Because there's like the the offensive people are linebackers are, are like eggs, you would argue. Yes, yeah. exactly. There's like defensive a, yeah. eggs. <laughs> like every team in the people NFL love has me a at group Super Bowl parties, by the way. <laughs> Sounds like you would kill at a Super Bowl. Yeah, who are the eggs? <laughs> Here for the eggs. And then you just start talking about sumo wrestling. You and said that. there'd be jello shots. <laughs> Um, so what uh, what kind of illustration are you into then? Like oh okay wow I didn't know you guys were going to be interested in me as a person so um, <laughs> would love to chat about that I don't know how to describe myself Alex you've seen my drawings right no fuck I thought we were friends on the internet yeah I've only interest. known you for like two months I thought you really took interest in my artwork I'm sorry I fucked oh, up man. I went to art school so you can talk to me about this and ignore okay Alex. can I show you my stuff and <laughs> yes. can you tell me what, how to describe it yes okay so here we go so um, <laughs> so I like space I like I like bright colors mm-hmm. I like pastels actually Real cool. kind of pastels I, I like um, I looked at a like I put my artwork on my website hit up my website boys for real <laughs> <laughs> and um okay so that's a poster i made recently i make posters for money so if you comedian ah. freaks want to maybe hit me up kind of so, yeah it's very brightly color i would say uh illustrative style like yeah. i know illustration is technically the 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 art but also illustrative style 
would more describe yours as opposed to like more of a realist pencil. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I that. like the illustrative style. Uh, I would say it's a derivative of super flat. Uh, yeah, and then uh, yeah, just a uh, f- uh, flat color. Oh, you're getting a call. Uh, <laughs> it's really cute very bright stuff very graphic graphic was the word I was grasping okay, at yeah. uh, there were planets too and I love those I do love planets yeah I think space is tied and that was an element of the show that sort of was like the one part where I was like this is that tied. was resonating with you yeah so I don't know I didn't go to no fancy art school so I'm kind of just self-taught I didn't yeah. mean to say that to you like that. oh no I, just, I, okay. think, <laughs> I, well, I love this I honestly felt insane secure in the moment because I was like she said um, flat style and I don't even really know what that no, is. No, uh, I spent a lot of money for something uh, don't worry, you can shit on art school all you want, I will join you. I didn't you. mean to I was <laughs> just jealous, really I often think to myself, would have been nice to have gone to an art well, school. Jeremy, a- what is your style of illustration? Uh oh, we got another illustrator like sort of pop goth Pop goth, yeah, because okay, yeah. okay. I'd say I. I well, like, you went through a few. I've been through phases. several. Because <laughs> you used to be kind uh, of like, uh, uh, like a, a very like frenetic kind of mm-hmm. like right. cartoony punk like zine yeah, aesthetic, like, and oh, then that cool. yeah, and then you got thicker with the lines. Yeah, I was so just, I, yeah. I think where it's at now is it's like goofy imagery, but done in a spooky way. Yeah, yes. you're like that a spook goof. Tight. That is, but um, <laughs> so anyways, uh, I didn't, you know, pay money for this art education, but I think I am kind of skimming off the top of yours. So nice, nice. Um, <laughs> I would say, you know, what? I don't even want to hold myself to what my style is because I like to grow and experiment, and uh, even with comedy. And uh... <laughs> it seems like you passed. The podcast test. Oh, boy. There's a test? No. (laughs) So, speaking of uh, uh, space. Yeah, space. Did you you have, like, a sci-fi phase at all? Or were you more like a a realist, like, into, like, astronauts and... Are you an astronomer? So, yes, I am an astronomer. (laughs) I would say it was... I was not into sci-fi. I guess I feel like... I don't know. I kind of feel like I'm coming into your guys' world and I kind of feel like I'm kind of lame compared to like your like i'm like yeah I just you're think too space real is tight please call it our dojo <laughs> what <laughs> our room is our dojo oh hell yeah dude it's where we come to We're train up in a dojo right now everyone <laughs> that's um, why there's so many guitars that's why there's so many 12 year olds kicking each other <laughs> <laughs> um yeah there are a lot of 12 year olds here um no i just think like space is cool okay mm-hmm. like i just have this like fascination with it like i like to read about it and i like to like watch videos videos about it. I like to listen to Neil deGrasse Tyson sometimes talk about it. Although I feel conflicted about that because when the Me Too thing happened, someone said something about him, so now that's kind of heavy. Yeah, I I had to go through that too. Yeah, it feels Uh, weird, right? You'll be comforted to know that most of my art education was me skipping out on it, getting really high, and going to the Hayden Planetarium, so... I heard a joke once that Neil deGrasse Tyson, and this was like a story that one pressed on how many times he's masturbated. He said, uh, as many as there are stars in the night sky. So a lot. Right. <laughs> and that was him, his way of being like, all, all the fucking time. Wait, so what? Why would someone ask him that? Is he like a like? Because he he's a, a cool, accessible dude. 
No, but unless like, he's not, he's epic science man. <laughs> Actually, like okay, so that's also relevant. Was I just have been? Uh, I just finished the second season of Big Mouth. Kind of devoured that. You guys oh, watching Big Mouth? I'm at Mouth? the beginning. I'm at the beginning it's really of second good. season two. But I I like the concept. I just have trouble thinking about twelve year olds fucking so much. Yeah, I know you just can't think of them as twelve year olds. You're just like they're little adults, or you think of it as you when you're young. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's they're how animated you think about monsters. It. You just can't think because I don't even think the show's meant for kids, dude. The the theme are too adult. I don't think it's a kid's show at all. No, it's supposed to be but, like, um, remember that shit? That yeah. was nuts. Which is cool. <laughs> Honestly, it's cool because I feel like it's true. That's all the shit that fucks you up forever. But also, the, a big That's why theme... my man is laughing. Because it's true. <laughs> what? <laughs> because he knows. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just keep talking when I do that. Just okay, yeah. Don't I thought that part was cool. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so thrilled to be here <laughs> in your dojo. Um, so, no, but a theme in the show is the kid Andrew, one of the main kids in the show, is a chronic masturbator. Like, that's how they're, like, painting him to be. He's just a horny kid, and he just jacks it a lot. Um, and they sort of, like, he goes through a whole thing with it, with shame and stuff. And I don't know, it's natural, I guess. You know what I mean? He's voiced by John Mulaney. Yeah, and I, you probably love John Mulaney, don't you? I do love John Mulaney. <laughs> Just uh, kind of oh looking at you, Ooh. knowing everything I've known about you in the two months I've known you, I'm like, that's a John Mulaney freak right there. <laughs> <laughs> Our relationship so short, so deep. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I thought you knew my artwork, like some kind of fucking idiot. Now I'm ashamed that I asked you that. I saw the posters. I didn't realize you I made had this artist's uh, uh, arc to your life. Yeah, well, now you know, dude. So there's a lot more to me than Misa I. <laughs> I got I gotta meditate about this later. Yeah, about it's treating like, friends right. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's like you think you know me, but you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really multifaceted. You didn't even take the time to think about that. She has multitudes. You well, think you know, but you have no idea. <laughs> uh, true life. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How does this feel, Alex? <laughs> In conclusion, Big Mouth, pretty good. <laughs> this has become something of a referendum on Alex Patak. <laughs> uh, How does it feel to be ran over by the Rift Train, Alex? It How does hurts. it feel to be on the tracks? <laughs> it hurts to be on the tracks. <laughs> you would run over a noble conductor such as I? <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Mutiny. Oh, betrayed by joke. my own... Trainman. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what the people who work on trains are called. Trainmen. Uh, I like that a lot. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> uh, Spider-Man. All right, Love Katie, spiders. let's get into this episode. <laughs> Buster Cannon, everyone. It's me, Mega Man. You may remember me from such titles as Mega Man and Mega Man 2. I'm here today selling some of the most exciting products you'll ever find. I'm talking about Mega Man brand knives. With these handy dandies, you can bust right on through average kitchen obstacles like Carrot or Onion Man. That's right. These knives are so sharp, you'll think they came off of Cutman's head, but they didn't. I made them in a factory in Vietnam. Also, for no reason, 
you should support the Ballin' Out Super Podcast. Help make premium episodes. For just $5 a month, you get a whole other episode a week. Wow, that's almost as good a value as my incredibly sharp knives I sell now. Uh, the title of this episode is... F- uh, feel... Find the All 7 Universe team. Who is the Mighty Ten? Uh, which we uh, don't actually discuss much in this wonderful episode. Who is the Mighty Ten? Well, who knows? Just we- take it from conversations that people have. So just a little backup. <laughs> we just finished the Grand Zeno Expo, and everyone's back on Earth. And we open. They zip zap back down to Bulma's house, where Chi Chi has a delicious plate of meat. Yeah, she does. Mm. And uh, Goku and crew show up, and she explains she's making food to help speed Bulma's birth, which I don't understand how that works. The baby will get hungry inside of Bulma smelling the meat, and that's when it crawls its way out so it can take a big chomp with its little baby mouth. See, yes. I thought this was the actually the most relatable thing they've ever done on this show, because right. like she has this big plate of meat, and they're like, what's going on? And she's like, well, they said that Bulma was going into labor, and I just like didn't know what else to do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I brought meat. To be fair, yeah. <laughs> this just seemed like like something someone may need. I want to say I don't know if this is true, but I want to say that's like probably some ancient like Japanese like thing where it's like oh if you feed the pregnant lady and the last days and the baby I don't really know I just made that up maybe right right well because I was watching it and I was like yes Eastern medicine of course but yeah. like maybe it is who well, knows who also, the fuck knows keep in mind that Dragon Ball is like. A weirdly Japanese lens on Chinese culture. What? Oh, yeah. Why? It's almost like the show is like. <laughs> What's the point of that? It's I don't a, know. I'm just a, saying. It's like, a race war. It's, Why would we need that? <laughs> Why are they still colonizing? <laughs> um, but wait, what I was gonna say is, sorry, before you were gonna make a really good point. Actually, what were you gonna say? <laughs> What? Did you finish your point? There are no good points here. Because I wanted to talk about how the song, what was that song? So yeah, they were singing the song that oh. Bulma learned at, uh, at Lama's class. Yeah. She's bouncing on the ball with Pilaf and crew doing their kegels. And they're singing Tom Green's The Bum Bum song. Yes. It does kind of sound like that. <laughs> the Bum Bum. It's a song of fertility. How does it go again? I don't. We Come didn't. on, little baby, show us your bum bum. Yeah, yeah something along those lines. so good. Yeah. Oh, it came in hot. I liked it. They're on those big bouncy balls that Anders said he loved last episode. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Vegeta is peering in, and they're like, he's like, I'm not here to raise my kids, but Bulma says I have to. And I'm like, all right, whatever, bro. Uh, his voice. <laughs> yes. yes, you had a very strong reaction to Vegeta's voice. Yeah. Can we just talk about all the things that I had reacted to? Yes. Yeah, you literally said, is that really his voice? <laughs> it sounds stupid. I think you said, that's a mistake. Yeah, I didn't agree with that casting. I thought he should have a softer voice. I thought he'd be kind of a more accessible, nicer man. Oh, no, he's the opposite. He's like a toxic masculinity guy. He's a toxic masculinity guy you thought maybe he could just be a normal guy doing joan rivers yeah. <laughs> i don't know that my means, wife says but... i can't go 
<laughs> the bitch. Well, a little piece of trivia that I think you'll find very easy to believe is the guy who voices Vegeta is the producer of the show. Oh, what? Fuck. Yeah, I did not know. He's that. like the main guy who like makes it happen. Now. Christopher R. Yes. Sabat, the yeah. deals maker. So who are these guys? Who makes the show? It's like white guys. Funimation. Well, it's like a white project in Japan. It's made by Toei, and then and some other people are involved. But like it's. I think Toei is the main studio, and yeah. then it comes over here, and this company Funimation records the English Dumb. stuff for oh, it. Oh, yeah. because in Japan and Asia and stuff, they just play the Asian. Version. Right, they don't want to hear the English version in Japan, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> which is selfish. <laughs> no, that was a dumb question, but I did. I also like. I mean, I guess I'm just an idiot, and I wasn't sure. <laughs> I wasn't sure if this also played there. You know what I mean, or if it was like a wildly oh, American done. thing. It's done over there. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. So yeah, so now it's American okay, because they get, get the good shit early. So yeah. it's like this white dude with this. Who is he? A toxic male? Uh, yes, the producer of the show. The producer, yeah. I don't know. Oh, well, I just saw. Why, what's up with his voice? Can we Google Jeremy? His face? Jeremy is the only one face. who's seen him in action. Yeah, because I just him? I went to Comic Con last week and I went to the panel on this and I saw all the people who do all the voices. And yeah, I mean, was it Chris Sabat? Yeah, Chris Sabat seems like a prick. He seems oh, like a bad dude. I bet our listeners probably know a lot more about this than we do, and somebody's like punching a wall. I don't know, man. He did not seem like a good fella. <laughs> well, I'm upset just by the sound of it. <laughs> I don't know if you can tell, listeners, but I am a woman. <laughs> and at that, a feminist. <laughs> you have the voice of an illustrator. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's kind of like, that's like not a gender. So yeah, I wouldn't yeah. know. I wasn't sure. There's a lot about genders in this episode. Coming oh, right yes, up. As oh, we yeah, learned. yeah. Themes. <laughs> Uh, Dragon Ball loves some traditional gender roles. They like clear of course, lines. Of course, <laughs> with that kind of voice. We go back to the gang. Chi Chi is mad that Gohan is wearing a gi because she thought he had left that life behind, and he yeah. explains his wife made him do it. Beerus and Goku plan about finding fighters, and Gohan, being the only reasonable human there, is like, hey, Kai, how many planets are in our universe? Yes, which I said should have been probably the first question they asked when they met the Supreme Kai. No, they're yeah. so selfish. They're just like, how do we beat Majin Buu? Is I there mean, a man in your sword? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that's a selfish question I would ask. I just want to know. Yeah, I right. just genuinely want to know how many know. inhabited planets are there. How many are there? They hang out with him all the time, too. He's just yeah. like on speed dial. For all they know, there's only three you know, and one of them got destroyed. <laughs> right, and they don't know if there's any strong people anywhere, and they're picking the ten fighters to save the whole universe, and they're just like, oh, I went to sleep over camp with Doug. <laughs> <laughs> he can't really fight, but he's got a sick car. <laughs> you know, like, we always knew the smartest guy at camp because he would show up on the first day with those screw-in hooks. He screw those above your bed, and you are set for the summer. <laughs> Man, fight for the universe with us. <laughs> Can I be honest? I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about on any level. That's totally <laughs> Everything fair. Everything you're saying, I'm just like, where This whole I... episode is about them picking fighters to save their universe right. in a universal tournament. The ten strong guys. And the reason you don't know about that is because they didn't really talk about it the whole episode. Yeah. They were just like, yeah. what, what's for dinner? Is baby coming out soon? I miss <laughs> Cheers. 
yeah, I guess TV used to be good, like there was a monoculture, but now it's all all these uh, liberals in my TV box. <laughs> Boycott Modern Family. <laughs> what? Yeah, Tim Allen's just in the show for five minutes. You guys remember that? <laughs> As himself. <laughs> So they're trying to think of which right, friends they should bring in. Goku's like, oh, let's get Krillin. And literally, Mr. Satan's like, uh, he sucks now. <laughs> yeah. Your friend sucks. And so <laughs> Goku's like, let me think about it. And we go into this weird fantasy sequence in which Goku thinks about Krillin fighting one of yeah. the woof woof <laughs> deviant art wolves from like three episodes ago. And they both and sit down to do it together. That's it, the funniest uh, part to me. <laughs> let's have a think. <laughs> <laughs> and it gets announced like it's a new ability, but they didn't like say they got it anywhere. It's just like, yeah, we taught Goku how to really think about stuff. It's called critical thinking. We had to stretch out 45 seconds on this show. It was almost done. <laughs> uh, and there were beams in the sequence because you got to see Krillin fight the dog man. And surprise, surprise, he gets his ass kicked. And yet Goku's like, all right, let's go get him though. Yeah. Yeah, what was that whole sequence for? He has a meditation and sees him dying and is like, I'm going to do it anyway. I like him. <laughs> <laughs> and then Gohan's like, well, what the fuck? Then I guess, like, let's literally throw anyone in there, like Roshi. And then Goku's like, okay. Yeah, that sounds good. I like that. I take a 150-year-old man to our universe fight? Sure. Man who we literally only know because he's extremely horny? Yes. <laughs> I keep being like, they could choose literally anyone in the whole universe. So that means multiple planets, multiple galaxies. And they keep just being like, yeah, like Alex said, like, ah, oh, this guy fixed my computer at Best Buy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that dude is smart. He knows about Codex. I thought my hard drive was shot to hell after Samantha poured juice on it. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then they say they're going to get 18, and then they're like, yeah, let's get 17 too. I'm like, you remember when they got together and tried to genocide you? No? Yeah. Great. Yeah. Uh, the fans demand him because he's got those eyes. Weiss, being the only voice of reasons, like, let's not pick them all right now because you guys are being fucking idiots uh and then also goku's like all right well now that i put all my friends loved ones in the entire universe in mortal danger and some even more immediately so let's go get sensu beans and weiss is like you can't have you been listening <laughs> weiss makes the argument that beans cannot be used in the tournament because they are a weapon well they said no outside help of any kind because they're heel beans this is FD no items. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. FD no items. So Your you inventory is blank. Yeah. Now, Freya, how are you feeling? Is this more clear now? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, actually, I, was, I had this thought, okay? Uh-oh. I had a thought, and it was that in building this team, and they're just saying, oh, we'll just get this guy or this guy or whatever. Isn't that a reflection of the American country right Oh. <laughs> Right. Oh, because of nepotism? Uh, Well, I don't know. Just because it seems like they're like, this guy seems like he could do it. And it's like, does he? <laughs> I really love the idea of like the Japanese team putting the show together and being like, all right, this part is about the American dream. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm sure that could reflect on any society or country because most leaders who are leading 
seem pretty unfit. Right. right. That's why yeah. there's dictatorships and shit like that. And some one of the things that Japan has been so good about is producing uh, leaders and artists who train their bodies. What? What? Yep. Uh, this <laughs> leave is it in. Philo- leave it in. This is a philosophy. Uh, 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 I-, I read a book on Yukio Mishima once and how he used to do karate three times a week. And he was jacked as hell. And then he killed himself on TV with a sword. Is that real? Yeah, yeah. well, it's because he tried to do a coup on the government. And also, he was a playwright. So it's a little yeah. bit of a different <laughs> Whoa, is this thing. real? This is a crazy story. Yeah, yes. it is. He was, uh, yeah, he was like a beloved playwright and poet. And then he decided to try and overthrow the government. But then like no one showed up to do it with him. So then he just killed himself on national TV. Yeah, dude. And he was an incredibly closeted homosexual, too. Yes. At least as is posited but by the also, book. Also, Japanese Nazi. Yes, but also oh, Alex so is bad. skipping the part where he wasn't a politician. Here's the, the part <laughs> I'm pausing the discussion on. His rippling body. Great, great. Glistening in the sun. Katie, what happens next? So... <laughs> Goku then, he goes up to Vegeta and he's like, you you should fight. I met all these people. I made them so mad and I tried to fight this one guy and I couldn't even beat him even when I went blue. And Vegeta went, <laughs> you're serious even after turning blue? And I'm like, what is this shit? What is this garbage that I'm wasting my life in? I thought that was a great line. <laughs> even after turning blue. <laughs> it's like in comedy, like if you go blue, you'd be get yeah. stronger. Yeah. But there's certain settings where that actually is true. I tried yeah. talking about Catholics and they didn't respond. <laughs> tried talking about dicks. <laughs> oh, what? Too edgy for the room. <laughs> <laughs> they only turn blue when they start saying fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, the only way I'm going to go join you guys is if my baby gets born. You got to go ask Bulma for permission. So Whis is like, all right. So this is the most crazy fucked up thing I've ever seen on this show. He go, Whis just waltz into Bulma's room where like Chi Chi's waiting on her, you know, rubbing her swollen ass sweets and stuff. He holds up a wand, taps at the Bulma's stomach and the baby is born. He sucks the baby. It was what? And then literally she goes, that's the baby. <laughs> are, are you sure? Her, <laughs> it was crazy. Her gain weight magically all disappears. disappears. Like, I just, I have so many questions. She's got a six pack now. Is there skin folds under there? Like, what happened? There's no blood. No Alex made the great up. point that that could be any baby. That, that could be was... any baby. He could have killed that baby. <laughs> I just, it's so fucked. I can't even. And it has like a spiky hair, too. Which I, is unusual for a to baby. To the point that when Weiss walked in there, I'm like, is he about to do a baby C-section? Everyone's like, no. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> was like gaslighting you, like, come on. <laughs> How much would that rule, though, if his, like, just wand just gets a, like, knife point at the edge and he just carves the baby <laughs> out? <laughs> it's done. <laughs> None of you are taking this seriously enough. <laughs> but it's a kid's show, so it's a Looney Tune baby-shaped hole. Right, right, right. <laughs> but, like, once again, this is some absent father stuff because like realistically even if your wife just gave birth to a newborn baby you would like stay to hang out with the newborn yeah. baby like, but it's like baby born all right let's get the fuck out of here let's go shoot That's some true. beams toxic masculinity another theme will be explored <laughs> <laughs> so the 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 brief family and everyone 
Lawrence is cooing over the baby, and because of Vegeta's uh, masculine prison, he's mad every time the baby makes a noise. <laughs> so he starts doing his power kegels, and he's turned bright blue. And every time he goes blue, everyone's like, oh, are we in danger? And I'm like, yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was played off for a laugh. It was just like, look how pissed this dad is getting. <laughs> he turned blue. So fucking mad that this baby came. I don't even really understand why he was mad before Yamcha showed up. Yeah, well, then Yamcha shows up and he's like, just parked my band out front. Uh, right. I've been going through your trash. Yamcha's <laughs> the mother's ex-boyfriend. Uh, and so him showing up for this baby thing is kind of like, why are you here right now? Yeah, that's a question. I Don't you have like a band way. you hang out with? Or <laughs> hey, guys, I parked my tiny house out front. <laughs> <laughs> Can I hook your hose up to it? That's kind of how the sewage works. Bulma, can you validate my parking? (laughs) (laughs) This is my house. (laughs) I mean, Bulma's compound's so huge, Yamcha's probably secretly been living in the shed for like like 10 years. He's like, oh shit, you guys are here. Uh, Cool baby. We were excited to see Yamcha. And then um, very exciting point here where Yamcha finds out there is a universe fighting tournament and And he... he wants in yeah he has a weird fantasy sequence in which he envisions this is like i actually really relate to yamcha here because he's like okay this is what i'm gonna do they're gonna ask me i'm gonna say no and then i'm gonna (laughs) show up to the party like a little late in a really good outfit and they're gonna be like oh my god thank god you're here (laughs) (laughs) i'm like yes bitch but the problem is it's yamcha so then he uh you know his whole thing is being murdered usually I, you know, they Very really cool. hate Yamcha this season. Yeah, they're really laying into my man, and I don't like it. Real talk, I would do anything for a slice of life Yamcha on a baseball team series. Right. Yeah. And, like, it doesn't adjust anything else in the Dragon Ball universe, except occasionally in the background, you see, like, a monster or something. Yeah. Like, eh, eh. That sounds cool. You should write that spec script and get that made. Here I go. <laughs> I'm I'm still uh, waiting for my PhD on the vilification of Yamcha and how it's an expression of uh, the Japanese culture rallying against Mr. Too Damn Cute. What, what? the fuck? What? <laughs> what is he's that? too good. He's too damn cute. And that's why they hate him. Because they ain't him. You know what I'm saying? He's got a big scar on his cheek. He's playing baseball in the major leagues. None of them are getting that kind of screen time. What? Except maybe Hercule gets because he's on TV all the time. So Yamcha is a hot guy. Yeah. 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 Big... So is he the ex-boyfriend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Yamcha sounds cool as hell, dude. He <laughs> is. Yes, thank you. He's like the only relatable person. Anyway, we all got a crush on Yamcha. <laughs> <laughs> it switches around. Yeah. <laughs> so Trunks and Godin try to set up the baby crib and Gohan shows up. It's like baby's here. Uh, you guys are still in this show, right? And they're like, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, I want a little brother so I can fight him. And Bulma's like, don't worry, gender roles, it's a sister. And you you have can to, still fight her. You have to protect her. And he's like, oh, okay. That plot points, okay, go on. <laughs> uh, and then basically Vegeta, Trunks goes up to Vegeta and he's like, what? And he's like, do you want to hold the baby now? Which means he has not held the baby the entire time. He has not the baby. He's That's just been turning blue. That pissed me off. <laughs> yeah. 
He's been, I said. He's been crushing rolling rocks in the corner of the room, just getting fucking pissed. Yeah, I did not like his vibes at all. If you fathered a child, you have to hold that child, and you have to raise that child, and you have to be a father to that child. Do you guys like my take? Raise it up. Yes. Raise it up. Is the roof my son? Because it is not mine, but I will raise it. Oh. Oh, dang. What a bunch of cool fellows. Nobody raises the roof anymore, do they? I do. Jeremy, what? There's no time, Jeremy. You don't have time for this shit. All right, college. (laughs) We decided we're calling him college college now. It's little college. Yeah. College out here being like, uh, oh, none of the kids raise the roof anymore. Uh, That was you. She did an impression of you. It was just like you. Oh, my God. Burn. That's so embarrassing. I never understood how by pushing on the roof, one is expected to raise it. <laughs> and that's where I once again got lost. Don't know where that was from. Oh no! Was someone it? hit the switch and changed the rift train onto uh, mine. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, Bulma decides she names the baby Bulla, which pisses Vegeta off because he wanted to give her a Saiyan name. Once again, they are not communicating. Goku's like, "I'm bored. I'm gonna go play Game Boys at Krillin's house. He just got a link cable. We're gonna bring Pokemon." <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then the show ends. The show ends. Yes. They decided they're putting all their money on Krillin. Which is like, <laughs> why? Okay. Okay, really quickly, let's rate the episode, and then Katie can get out of here, and we'll do an email and plugs. Okay. Okay, Alex, out of seven Dragon Balls. Uh, I'm giving it two out of seven. This episode really sucked. I did like the Krillin fight, and uh, <laughs> I like whenever Vegeta is a father. Katie. One out of seven Dragon Balls. This was nonsense. Hot nonsense. The one Dragon Ball is because Yamcha's here. Woo! All right, Faria. I'm going to kind of go real harsh and say a point two five. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> because of all the toxic masculinity and the female roles are really 2D. And also, I don't really understand, and I was bored. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm also going to give it two out of seven Dragon Balls. This is bullshit. Very mad. It was good for a little while, but as we have come to learn about our oppressor, uh, they will continue to oppress. Okay. It's time for Dragon Dragon Mail. Oh, I know this man. Gorgeous um, voice. From <laughs> Gorgeous. Luke Patak. Uh, <laughs> entitled, I Need to Do My Damn Homework. Greetings, my beautiful bombastic ballers. I'm just taking. This is also funny to me because I've only talked to Luke in the last six months while he is doing homework. <laughs> Almost like he's putting it off. Uh, I'm just taking a break from watching Gundam OPs to write you all an appreciative letter. I should be writing Spanish essays, but that is harder than writing letters. I'd like to say thanks for all the laughs and for giving me a way to hear my brother's voice without having to listen to his communist podcast. <laughs> Correction, his communist podcast where that's the only thing, uh, his communist podcast where that's the only thing going on. Oh, he means because this is also my communist podcast. (laughs) Also, if you haven't heard the new God of War is basically masculinity is a prison, the game. It's just an old man ripping unicorns in half, covering himself in viscera and not being able to hug his son because he lacks the emotional availability. Just thought you'd like to know. Also, watch Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans because I don't know anyone who has seen it and it's good shit if you just ignore the weird polygamy bits. 
Once again. <laughs> Good review. Once again, thank you for the entertainment. I have to walk a lot at my new school and listening to you guys helps. Luke. Hey, Luke. Thanks for chiming in with your thoughts on polygamy. <laughs> I really wanted to take that onto a public forum. Okay, uh, this one's from Kit Cans. Yeah, this one's short. What up, weebs? <laughs> <laughs> New binger coming over for the two minutes fandom. Binger. Oh, yeah, binger. <laughs> I didn't know what a binger was. I just thought maybe other people did. New binger coming over from the two minutes fandom. Not sure why it took me so long to check this out. Love your riffs on the show. I work glass alone in my shop every day, so your jokes are were a welcome break from the current event pods I normally listen to. think this might actually be the best way to enjoy Dragon Ball. Not watching Super, but I may or may not know that TN pops up again soon in anticipation. Can we get another Jeremy pitch for why TN is so awesome? Okay, so I'm assuming that TN's going to end up in the, the 10 guys thing. Right, they all went to college together. Yes. Uh, Faria, for your reference, TN is, is another buddy who didn't show up to the birth of this child. I gotta go, but he ranks well in Boyfriend Watch. Find me at, at Katie Rose on Twitter. Bye. He has a third <laughs> eye, and it's weird. Yes, he is a uh, mus- muscly, uh, sinewy man with a third eye and a bald head. And he does kung fu. The third eye, so he can see... All <laughs> right, yeah, uh-huh. he can he... see a woman's pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't get. That's it. why he ranks so high. He can them. see things oh. above his head yeah. as well as in his soul. <laughs> yeah, you know that's and, what the third eye is for, right? And he pals around with a with a little China doll named Chaozu, and he's like this little baby thing with like a white face and red cheeks, and he's really cute. I'm just picturing oh. the Ron Burgundy TN thing. <laughs> you are my little China doll. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, why is TN cool? Because uh, he's the only one with an extra eye. That seems obvious. Right. Uh, that is cool, even though it's freaky. <laughs> it's fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, and and they make a triangular pattern on his face and the, the three eyes. And, and, and then his move that he does is like triangle hands. And that's some good synergy. You know, you got to respect that. You know, the other thing, too, is I'm always doing triangle hands all the damn time. And I can't even shoot beams, dog. <laughs> What? I call it mountain hands, and it's like <laughs> looks like a mountain. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I was gonna show you, but I can't do it while I'm holding the microphone. Uh, I, I don't know, man. That's that's my pitch. Basically, is he's got three eyes, and that's cool. All right, and then it says I'll dip out before this becomes a bukake of a message. Just wanted to send some love. Sounded like you needed it after the new GT. Hope Alex's balls are in a good place. Kit cans. Hey, everyone <laughs> stop talking about my balls. <laughs> what? It's David Spector's fault. Oh, what? He's talking out of school. <laughs> uh, we we recently learned that Alex's... <laughs> No. no, tell me what we, happened about your balls. Do we ever do it in the, all the podcast again? Yeah, tell, we do. I okay, need fine. to know, obviously, what happened to your balls. Alex's balls go inside of his body when he when he Sometimes. shoots Sometimes. It's happened <laughs> like when a what? few times. When what? When he comes, his balls go inside his if body. If I'm shooting huge loads, somehow similar... <laughs> To if you're loading the gun on a Gatling gun, it, it sucks the, the more in than it needs, and you gotta pop them back out. Whoa, that's it hasn't happened to me in a long stuff. time. I didn't know that was a thing. You know, for me, sort of out in the field, I'll right. keep that in mind. Right. Well, keep an eye out for. It. That was the premium episode we made free for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, thanks for writing in, Kit Cans. Uh, let's do some plugs. Okay, Alex, what do you got? Um, 
I think by the time this drops, my movie will finally be fucking out. Um, I'm trying to submit it for things so it's not publicly available, but if you message me, I'll send you the password and then you can watch it on Vimeo. Okay, babies? I'll open my messages. All right, Katie. I'm being taken away by a bird! Anything you'd like to plug? (laughs) (laughs) No, she got taken away by a bird. Okay. Find Katie at at Katie Rose on Twitter. Uh, and uh, like check the, out Podman's cast night. I just do her plugs anyway. The world, the world where she is grabbed and carried off by a bird. You're like, she's fucking on Twitter. If you, <laughs> you know she's posting. Uh, Freya, what do you got? Okay, well, I'm hosting a show at Union Hall on October 29th. That's a Monday at 8 p.m. It's called Outcast. If you are in New York, you should come. Hey, yeah. Outcast. <laughs> I didn't like what happened right now. <laughs> I didn't yeah, enjoy that. Uh, and you should watch my web series, Ronnie Loves Comedy. It's on YouTube. Thank you. All right. I uh, endorse this. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at Jeremy Thunder and uh, more of a uh, group plug. Uh, if you're not on the Patreon already, get on the Patreon because we just started a new thing on there called Gaming Out Super, where we play video games. Oh yeah, baby! And the setup takes all afternoon. Oh, it sure does. It's and all editing in my it apartment. Takes days. Alyssa's leaving the house, and she's not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> she does not want to be near us recording. <laughs> so get on the Patreon. Get into it. Uh, and that's it for this week. Join us next week. Super! Super!